Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, straight fire for Friday, August 26th. What a week it's been. A lot of NBA news. We had a golf guest on the podcast. A lot of NFL stuff happening, and a lot of it's not great. This Tyron Smith injury for the Cowboys is devastating. Absolutely crippling to an already weakened offensive line. Poor Dak Prescott, Jerry Jones opening his mouth and saying, hey, 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 we go as Ezekiel Elliott goes. Like, bro, what are you even talking about, Jerry Jones? Ah, goodness, Jerry, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, It's been a very good week on the podcast. You guys have responded well to the guests, and I think you'll like today's guest. If you guys remember my Saturday radio show, had it for five or maybe six years, nationally on Fox Sports Radio Saturday mornings. I'll never forget when I was doing the show out here, you know, you never know who's listening, right? You, you're doing a radio show, you just don't know. And one day I rolled up Saturday morning to play pickup basketball with some new guys that I hadn't really played with. I knew a couple of them. And I walk up and instantly this guy recognizes me. Oh, I've seen you on Cowherd Show. Wait, you have a Saturday radio show. Shouldn't you be there? And I go, well, it's funny, you know, I left the radio show a little while ago. Uh, this was, um, I guess, uh, maybe sometime last year. And it it turns out I have become friendly with this guy. He's older. He hadn't been a go to my high school, um, but he's been a, a kind of a, a quasi fan. And I don't. It sounds weird to say he's a fan of my work, but um, some of these guys, you know, they like the radio show or they subscribe to the podcast. Um, it, it's just it's weird being in this space, especially when people write about you on the internet, as has happened a couple times this week. Um, you know, you can't respond to any of it. There's a lot of misinformation. I, the the best part about being written about, and I don't even know how a guy like Cowherd handles this or a guy like Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith is when people write something about you claiming that they know and they didn't even reach out to you for a comment. Like, hey, is this true? Now, I'm not going to respond anyway or I'll politely say, hey, man, I can't say anything. Or if I don't like or respect you, I just won't even respond to your uh, inquiry. But to like put it out there like you know without even asking is just weird. I mean, I'm, I'm available. I'm on social media. I have an email. Uh, it, it's just, it, it's an odd feeling, but enough about me, although I do like talking about me. I played volleyball Thursday. My game needs some work. 
But man, it's a good workout. And I know if those of you keeping track at home are like, wait a sec. So Jason played golf, played volleyball, soccer, tennis, basketball. What is wrong with this guy? And guys, I don't know what it is. I, I, I can't really sit still. I like to be active. If I'm sitting around, I kind of feel like I'm being lazy. I'm not being productive. I end up like playing video, I play FIFA on, on, on our video games. Of course, I'm Nikoxa, which has a huge game this weekend. Um, I'll hit the volleyball around with my son. I just, I don't like just sitting around doing nothing. I don't know. It's weird. I end up inevitably looking at my phone. I know a lot of people can relate to that. And that's just, it feels awful. Uh, at any rate, we got a great guest today. As I started to say like three minutes ago before I rambled about myself. On that Saturday radio show, I would look for kind of up and coming guys or guys I didn't, you know, that weren't like household names. And I try to help people out because, you know, we're only as good as the people that help us. You know, everybody needs help to be promoted somewhere and pushed and nudged and supported. And this guy had some good information on Twitter. Uh, he seemed like a normal dude. So I had him on the radio show. Then I had him like every week doing NFL picks. Now he's kind of blown up. He's got his own website. He goes by Clev TA. He's out of Cleveland. I mean, I know his real name. We're friends on Instagram and stuff. Um, and he's a good guy, and he's really starting to dig deep into NFL. He hired a data scientist for his uh, website. So we talk about a lot of NFL stuff, a lot of more actionable gambling tidbits that I think you guys will like and enjoy. We agree on several teams. Um, some slight disagreement in there, but uh, make of it what you will. Um, I think you'll like it. In other NFL news, besides Tyron Smith, um, I, I – I, I wasn't sure the Aaron Donald incident against the Bengals, like you had a heated, really good Super Bowl between the Rams and the Bengals. And now you're having like a joint practice slash scrimmage. Inevitably, a fight breaks out. I guess Aaron Donald ripped somebody's helmet off and was swinging it. You, you guys remember Miles Garrett swung a helmet on a Thursday night game. And I think it was Mason Rudolph could have killed him and got a six game suspension from the league. Now the league doesn't, have control over like a joint practice so I guess the Rams can reprimand him but the league apparently cannot so there will not be a massive suspension for Aaron Donald at least that's how I understand it uh reading about the incident from some Rams reporters but not a great look for Aaron Donald and you know our guest TA has some not great things to say about the Rams I know that's going to hurt some Rams listeners it's going to be very tough sledding for the Rams to repeat everybody's going to be gunning for them everyone and, you know, they're kind of sitting pretty. They, they, they won the Super Bowl. McVay, the monkey's off his back. Matt, Matt Stafford. It, it's just, it's going to be very tough for them to repeat. I think they're a playoff team, but I definitely don't think a repeat is in the cards. I'm not going to touch on the NBA stuff. Um, you know, we thought there'd be another move, whether it's Westbrook or Kendrick Nunn. I mean, basically, the Lakers have three-point guards and no wings to speak of. Something's going to happen. Um, but I will say this before we get to the TA interview. Monday, I will be hosting Cowherd Show. Now, it is only radio. It's not on FS1. Um, but I will be hosting the show radio only, so that should be fun. I've done it before, but never solo. I've done it with, like, Broussard a couple times, and that's fun. But um, Monday will be solo. I will be bringing the noise and the funk, just so you're aware. I will uh, be spending the weekend in the lab cooking up some good, good stuff. I think it. I think it's going to be a good show Monday on the herd. Obviously, this podcast will be back next week. But um, without further ado, let's get to our guest, Clev Ta. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want, but for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy. Who knows a guy? Who knows another guy? All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guest you know well. He was on last year. Uh, a lot of you have come over from my Saturday radio show that I had nationally for five years at Fox, and he was a regular guest, uh, gambling guru. I, I don't know. I mean, I call him that. He's known better on the interwebs as Clev T.A. How are you, T.A.? What's up, Jason? How you been? It's it's great. You know, football's almost here. I'm headed to Vegas soon to sign up for a contest, uh, lay down some futures bets. I am curious, how are you doing handling? You got the new baby. You got, you're got juggling a, a real job and your side hustle, which is starting to pop, your gambling site. How's all that? How's all that going so far? 
Yeah, I mean, it's 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 definitely a uh, a study in uh, in being able to juggle <laughs> multiple things, but it's it's fun. I mean, I I like it. I don't like sitting still, so uh, I'm able to multitask, kind of get everything done, and you know, I have a very uh, uh, a great wife who <laughs> allows me to oh, spend yeah. some extra time doing all these things, and I kind of pay her back by spending as much of the summer with uh, uh, doing the uh, husband and fatherly duties as I can to kind of make up for what's going to happen during football season when I disappear for yeah. a few months. So, um, but it, but it's been good. And uh, the website, yeah, it, you know, it's been about a year old. Um, I've got an NFL package that's up there for, you know, behind a paywall, but I think it's uh, very valuable. And I think, you know, for the price offer up uh, a lot of uh, good information and you know as you've seen it before it's i write up every single game i have tons of stats and and data and uh, matchups and injuries and all those sorts of things that you don't get you know in the mainstream as much so i think it's it's pretty valuable stuff and uh, can be applied to you know betting could be applied to fantasy football dfs survivor pools kind of whatever you yeah. want um, to use it for is kind of the idea it's a one-stop shop if you will so um it's been it's been pretty good so, so it sounds like you're only doing NFL. You don't bet on baseball in the summer. Some people don't understand that. I'm like, guys, I, I, listen, you got to be like a dad, a husband. You, you can't, I don't, these guys who are betting on baseball, they're throwing darts. You focused narrowly on football. Do you do a lot of college? Not as much as I used to. Now that, you know, with, with the site up, I spend so much, so much of my time. It's, it's mm -hmm. like another full-time job just putting all these write-ups together and I want to make it, you know, really good, valuable information. So not as much college. I'll dabble a little bit just because, you know, I enjoy the game, but um, you know, in general for the summertime, I do do a little bit of golf, um, mm. you know, when during the lull periods of kind of May, June, July, but otherwise it's, it's really uh, my, my kind of my bread and butter is NFL. And I try to stick to that as much as I can. So that's really what, what I'm focused on the most. So you you sell a package on the site, and there's this weird like gambling community. A lot of them are losers, and they're anonymous on the internet, and they hate people who quote unquote sell picks. Now you're not necessarily selling picks, but you do offer picks. But you've got good information that you really don't see any anywhere else that involve matchups, right? Um, finding an edge and some numbers and some EPA stuff. I, how do you, how do you tote that fine line? Yeah. And I think I, I'm kind of on that side as well. Like I don't, you know, the kind of the old school, Hey, uh, I got my game of the year, 20 star <laughs> max play, you know, for, for 50 bucks. Like that stuff is, is false marketing. It's, it's, you know, essentially a scam like that. That's not what, you know, I, I was looking to do. I, you know, I, I was pushed by a lot of my followers. Hey, you have really good analysis, really good information. You know, I, we want to pay for this if you go a little more in depth. So, they kind of pushed me to do that. So I, I feel like that alone, and I have a good track record, um, you know, posting, I've been posting picks for free on Twitter for years. I've been in the super contest and the circa millions that you know, so I've done very well there. So yeah, I mean, my idea is not to get, if you're just looking for picks, that's not what my site is for. And I don't recommend you, you come on board. It's really, I think it's about, you know, looking at the game, you know, in a smarter way. I've got a bunch of advanced stats that I post. I think I, Kind of hit on some of the angles that, that you don't normally see. I, I talk really in depth about injuries, you know, along the offensive line and the secondary that you don't you don't hear again in the mainstream. You see a lot of uh, you know kind of the sexy positions at quarterback and receiver that everyone kind of knows about, but you know, knowing who the the left tackle is and who his backup is um, is very valuable, and it's not necessarily always priced into the market very well. So I think those are the little advantages that um, you know my site will will give to subscribers. And then, like I said, just um, you know going through every game and just highlighting all the you know where the where I see the edges and um, you know posting in, in, you know interesting trends uh, within the league and within specific matchups. So all of that is available. And, you know, I think I could sell my um, subscription, even if there were no picks. Um, that's how I, I kind of, um, to me, I think that if, if you can sell what, uh, you know, the information, the analysis that doesn't, you know, need to have picks attached to it, then I think it's worthwhile. I just do it because I think it's, it's good to be transparent. It's kind of what, what sides I'm on. And that's, you know, frankly, people want that. So, um, so I do, do put that on the site, but like I said, that's not the, the main reason to, to go there. I think it's just kind of everything else, uh, that goes along with it. So we'll get to, uh, teams, props, all this fun stuff. I do want to ask though, you know, you said the word mainstream and anytime I go on a show or anything and I, I reference even football outsiders DVOA, you just see people's faces. Like, I don't know what that means. 
how do you quantify that? The audience has no clue what you're talking about. So when you're mentioning like EPA and you put out um, like a, a, a preview this summer that had some awesome numbers in it. And I'm digging into them. I don't know what some of those numbers are. CPOE, I think, is one of them. I was like, you can't really say that and expect people to understand it uh, on a national level. So I don't know. How, how do you, what do you think on that? Like, is there anything that can be done to make it make it more digestible for the masses? Yeah, I mean, it's hard because it's it's these advanced uh, statistics and, and data that it's been evolving throughout the years. And you know, like you mentioned, the EPA is kind of a new standard advanced statistic that a lot of the nerds like me pay attention to. Um, and I think if, honestly, I think a lot of this um, falls on, you know, the, the, the TV networks and, you know, the, the announcers doing some of these games that really still harp on the old, uh, you know, yards. This is the, the, you know, offense is ranked this based on yards per, you know, for the season or yards per game, like very generic kind of old school, um, ways of describing things. And it's like that, that is not doing, you know, any of these viewers, you know, any good. I think, you know, as we go along, we need to educate um, viewers and the masses on some of these new data points. And you don't have to, you know, I don't, you don't need to know the exact algorithm of what goes into EPA. You just need to know that from a high level, it's just, you know, how uh, every single play based on down distance uh, time remaining, um, every play has a value. And if you know, at the end of each of those plays, are you getting closer to scoring or are you, you know, farther away from scoring? And just knowing that basic um, really is, is, I think is valuable. And so you don't have to know the specifics, but like you you should say, look, this team is, you know, fifth in EPA on offense or fifth on defense or whatever it is. I think that will help and just, you know, help educate the masses and, you know, things like success rate is very easy to understand. I think that's the most basic kind of advanced stat you can find. I mean, success rate is, you know, uh, how often are you, um, you know, advancing the ball to a point where you're successful in quotes. And it doesn't, you know, an 80 yard touchdown throw is this is, you know, the same as a, a third and one conversion for two yards, right? Like you're successful on that play mm-hmm. in continuing your drive. And so, you kind of add those all up and, and you get a percentage um, for, for each game and for each season. And, you know, it, it's not that difficult to explain if someone just sits down and does it. Like I said, I think if, if some of the, the, the ESPN guys and some of the national um, uh, TV and radio guys kind of helped the audience a little bit more from that perspective, I think that would help. But yeah, it's going it, to, it does take some time to educate the masses when it comes to some of that stuff for sure. The other thing that's tough to talk about is offensive line and the trenches, and there's so much value there. When teams' offensive lines get healthy, they pop. When they struggle, it's bad. And I don't know, T.A., Tampa Bay is just getting wrecked on the offensive line. I mean, they lose three, basically three new guys. Stinney just goes down. Um, I have concerns about this team. Obviously, it's the NFC, and I think they're fairly well-positioned there, but in terms of being like a 12-win team, I, I don't really see that. And I actually think they could be in a little bit of trouble in the opener against Dallas. Where are you on the Bucks and, and perhaps week one? Yeah, you know, I um, it, it is a weak NFC, and it's a known quantity with Tom Brady, and they have tons, I mean, tons of talent. Um, and, you know, if it wasn't for Tristan Wirfs getting hurt last year, uh, Chris Godwin in the playoffs, you know, they might have beat, they should have beaten the Rams um, and they could have, you know, gone to another Super Bowl. So, you know, it, the year before they had the best injury luck, maybe, you know, in the NFL, I, I don't recall the exact number, but they were up there. They had no major injuries two years ago and you saw it took them to the Super Bowl. So you need some of that injury luck, especially late um, to, to get some of those bounces and, and to win those games to get to the Super Bowl. But yeah, the offensive line is clearly a concern. And Tom Brady has always had an issue with pressure up the middle. That's his one, you know, kryptonite. And that's most quarterbacks kryptonite. But, you know, obviously with, without being, you know, too mobile, that's an issue for him. So uh, it is a concern at center and obviously at, at guard losing yeah. um, that depth there. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not um, in love with this Tampa team, but the NFC is just so down. And we could talk about it. I'm not a huge fan of the Rams either this year, uh, repeating. And we know that the Packers, obviously, with Devontae Adams out and just a, a big question mark at receiver, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions in general in the NFC. So, 
you know, there's, there's not, um, you know, one team that I love and, you know, Tampa definitely falls in that list in terms of uh, teams that can, that can falter. I just, you just trust Tom Brady at the end of the day yeah. to, to figure things out. That's really what it comes down to. A, a lot of people clearly love the Eagles, obviously the way they ended last season added AJ Brown, the defense is fairly strong. Um, I, I, I feel like the Eagles are a little too sexy. I know, you like the Giants. I've I've tried to convince Cowherd that the Giants really are a team potentially pointing up. Is there anyone you really like outside of the big three in, in the NFC uh, and big three being Tampa, um, the Rams, and the Packers? You know, the Niners are so interesting. Oh. And, well, let me, let me explain. So really? they're interesting because if, okay, let's take quarterback out of the equation. Where would you rank their overall roster? Oh, in the um, NFC got to be top three. Okay, so they're they're loaded NFC, and we all you know we all know that Kyle Shanahan can't draw up you know best game plan, best you know um, design play designs in the NFL. Uh, so it comes down to the quarterback really. And the the thing is, I'm not saying that they will win the Super Bowl or get to the Super Bowl or they're the best team in the NFC or anything like that. But the um, I guess that we call the the tail for this team is, you know, that the high end tail is Super Bowl winner. Um, the, the tail at the bottom end is, you know, six, seven win team. That's because Trey Lance is such an unknown. The guy could be, you know, another uh, look, let's look back. Patrick Mahomes taking over for Alex Smith, right? A quarterback yeah. who, who was solid, but just couldn't get you over that hump. Um, they brought in Patrick Mahomes, huge question mark. Nobody had any idea that he was going to be Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that win total that year, that he first took over as a starter, I think it was like eight and a half. Okay. Like there was no expectations for them wow. um, to, to even make the playoffs. You look at last year with the Rams, the Matthew Stafford, you know, trade was, you know, was panned halfway through the year because he, he had thrown all those uh, pick sixes and, pick, yeah. you know, and, and so like, but at the end of the day, the upside was so huge and you saw what the upside is. It's Super Bowl, And that's really what you're, what San Francisco is banking on that maybe, you know, the consistency may not be as um, good from game to game as you saw from Jimmy Garoppolo, but his big playability, getting the ball, pushing it down the field. I mean, he throw, he's pushed it down the field more than any other quarterback in preseason so far. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you look at his numbers, more than 20 yards down the field, like he literally completed, I think it was like two passes last year. I got to get the exact number. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. He, he just, he's, he's so surgical in kind of those intermediate, you know, five to 10 yards up the, you know, up the gut, middle of the field, the Kittle and, and Debo Samuel, but he couldn't do much outside of the numbers and he doesn't do it at all down the field. And that's what you need to win in this, win the NFL, uh, you know, the Super Bowl in the NFL is pushing it down the field. And that's where Trey Lance, you know, brings that added element. He obviously has the legs to make plays. And so I think, like I said, from, from game to game, from throw to throw, he will be less consistent than Jimmy Garoppolo. And you might see the Niners, you know, lose games that they shouldn't because of that. But his upside is so high that if he hits and if he figures it out with the help of Shanahan and that system, you know, sky's the limit. They can win the Super Bowl. Mm. So, I mean, that's just, it's, it's a huge variance. Um, but if he hits, it can be a Super Bowl. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. T.A., don't they also have three new starters on the offensive line? Uh, I think Banks, the center, and then the, the guard situation are all a little untenable. And I just wonder about that and a super young quarterback with not a lot of experience. Yeah, well, look, let's look at who yes. they're playing. I mean, Early on, look at their schedule, the Bears. Yeah, the Bears, the Seahawks, Denver, um, you know, Atlanta, Kansas. Like, they're not talking about teams that put a ton of pressure on the quarterback. So they could probably get away with it by the time, you know, we get to midseason um, and he's figured it out. But yeah, like, there's clearly an issue along that line. I mean, they lost Alex Mack retired. That was That's an yep. issue at center. You still have Trent Williams, you know, and you still have Mike McGlinchey, two really good tackles. So, you know, the edges are good. George Kittle's maybe the best pass blocking um, and run, sorry, run blocking tight end in the NFL. We know how good he is as a, as a pass catcher. So, look, you don't need a perfect offensive line. The Rams didn't have a, a superstar line. I mean, uh, they had Austin Corbett playing guard. I know him. Yeah. From his Cleveland days. He's not a star. Like they had a bunch of no names outside of Andrew Whitworth, uh, essentially. So you can get away with it. Um, if if the, you're, you're scheming your offense offense right, if you're running play action and, and keeping the defense you know off guard, so yeah, it's not not ideal, but you still have a good enough line, I think, to to overcome some of that. So, have you bet any totals for the season yet? I have. I've taken a few few things. Um, we could talk and go a little more in depth, but um, I did hit the Giants. I feel like I was the the driving. I'm the driving force of this bandwagon that I've started to see with the Giants. Uh, I think I posted on my site back in May that that was wow. a team I liked as a surprise. Um, I, I have them at uh, eleven to one to win the the NFC East. I think they're down to like seven, you know, plus seven hundred. 
Um, and they're getting a little bit, a uh, little bit of love, I think, from from some people that are that are paying attention. It's really, you know, for them again. I don't think that they're they're ultra talented. I don't think that they're some. I don't think Daniel Jones is a great quarterback. But when you're talking about you know winning seven games, which I think their win total um, currently sits, um, and in a weak division like the NFC East, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's out of the question. I mean, a couple of things. One the coaching staff, like that's just so easy um, to, to identify going from Joe judge and Jason Garrett to Brian Dayball. <laughs> I mean, you were talking about literally the worst coaching staff that we've seen in the last, what, five years or so to, to whatever Brian Dayball is, it's a question mark, but he, he could be really good. We saw at least he, we know that he's going to try to open up the offense, spread the field, get his playmakers, the ball in space. Uh, and they do have playmakers, you know, you look at Sterling Shepard and, you know, um, Kadarius Tony, top 10 in the NFL among wide receivers and yards after the catch Wandell Robinson, a, a quick slippery receiver out of Kentucky. Like they've got playmakers, you know, Saquon Barkley out of the backfield, you know, Daniel Jones doesn't have to be great. He just needs to be that point guard to get those guys, the ball quickly uh, in space. And so I think Dayball will do that. Um, so I think that's a, obviously a huge upgrade. You look at the schedule goes from the second toughest in the NFL last year uh, now to uh, top five. And easiest. is that is that based on uh, DVOA numbers? No, that's based on uh, win totals. Win so totals, this is okay. as of about a month ago. Yeah. So based on uh, current win totals, uh, you you plug that in, and it's an easier way to do that versus you know looking at last year's win loss record and all that. Um, it's the third easiest, and then you look at just you know step back. They play eight road games, but only seven are true road games because the Green Bay game is in London. Mm. So they only have to travel, you know, to the opponent's home field seven times, which obviously it's the, that's going to be the lowest number in the NFL. So, and you look at some of those road games. I mean, Jacksonville, Tennessee, uh, Seattle, Washington, like they're these are not world beaters. They get the Colts. They get Houston and they get the leather starts to hit. So those are all dome teams going outside. So those those little advantages along the way, I think, are really going to help them. And you just look at last year, you know, when Daniel Jones started and finished the game, they were four and six, you know, respectable. They had a minus 27 point differential. If you prorate that out for a full season using, you know, some Pythagorean expectation formula, you get about seven games, which is where their win total is now. And that was against, you know, one of the toughest schedules in the NFL. And that was with a terrible coaching staff. That was with a wide receiving core and offensive line that was brutally injured. Uh, one of the most injured offenses in the NFL last year. You just normalize some of those things. And again, I, I'm not saying they're going to, you know, represent the NFC in the Super Bowl, but yeah. I, I think winning seven, eight, nine games, maybe sneaking ten games against a bad schedule, uh, if things uh, go very well for them, uh, and winning division isn't out of the question. So that was one that I hit uh, months ago. I can. I still think you can, you know, get some good numbers out there, and I think it's viable from a from a win total perspective. Um, I'll say one that uh, that I'm I haven't hit yet, but I'm I'm looking is uh, taking the the uh, under in the Rams, um, mm. ten and a half, and potentially their uh, alternative win total under nine and a half. You can get it almost plus two hundred at DraftKings. Um, I think is interesting. You know, look the. <laughs> Just recent Super Bowl winners um, without a QB named Brady or Mahomes, um, when you look at some of those teams like Philly in 2017, Denver in 2015, Baltimore in 2012, like they've all won single-digit single games after they, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, Seattle in 2013 is really the only non-Brady or Mahomes teams um, to follow up with a double-digit season um, in the last you know, 10, 12 years. So you know, in general, you have an uphill battle, um, you know, in terms of a hangover. Then you look at um, the schedule. <laughs> I oh. tweeted this out yesterday. They're set to face uh, all of the top eight Super Bowl favorites, uh, obviously excluding themselves. Um, they play those teams nine times. Uh, the only team in the NFL that's going to have that task. I mean, wow. they, they look at their schedule. It's absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, then you look at just from on the field this team is, is never injured. Like they never have bad injury luck. And again, I think that could be some of that is just um, some of the, the um, you know, sports medicine uh, kind of, uh, you know, kind of the new age um, way of, of looking at, uh, you know, they don't play anybody in preseason. They do a really good job of, of uh, keeping their guys healthy at some point, you know, Aaron Donald's going to get hurt or one of their, you know, they've never really had a quarterback get hurt. Right. 
between Goff and, and Stafford in, in all these seasons under McVay. Um, you know, yeah, we saw Cooper Cup get hurt a couple of years ago, but you know, they, they don't have cluster injuries really um, in general, but we've already seen Van Jefferson had knee surgery uh, just a couple of weeks ago. You know, we're seeing stuff, you know, who knows what happens with Stafford's elbow. Um, but there are, you know, there, there's potential there. They're so top heavy that if Jalen Ramsey or an Aaron Donald or somebody gets yeah. hurt, you know, that's going to be, that's really going to hurt them. And then you look at, look at Cooper cup. The guy was amazing last year, literally set records. What are the odds that he could do that again? It's literally impossible for him to be that good again. He's going to be very good, but he's not going to be, you know, best season of all time good again. It just doesn't happen. So naturally the offense is going to drop down a bit. And you look at the offensive line. You talked about San Francisco. I mean, the Rams offensive line, go, go ahead and take a look at those guys. Left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, who is consistently a top five tackle, according to PFF, he retired. Now, Joseph Noteboom is a really good backup, but he's still a, a notch down from, from Whitworth. Um, they lost Austin Corbett, who was, you know, mediocre, but he started a bunch of games for them last year at guard. They tried to replace him with Logan Bruss, who's their, their third round pick from Wisconsin. He's out for the year now. He got hurt just last week. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of question marks on that offensive line. So that's not perfect. And then, you know, defensively, they lost Darius Williams, who was their number two corner. Um, they lost Von Miller, obviously, on the edge. They didn't really replace these guys because um, they just don't have the cap space and they didn't have the yeah. cap space. So I, I just think that all of that kind of combined, um, you look and, and there's just some natural regression there. And it's just really hard for them to repeat. So I, I took a shot at under 10 and a half. Um, and I think the alternative uh, win total under nine and a half, if you get you know close to plus two hundred, I think is good value. Interesting. So I, I had been the way the schedule breaks out. I've gone more overs in the NFC and unders in the AFC. Um, have you? What about the Bengals who played in the Super Bowl? I know we had. I think the last time you were on, we had talked about, um, or maybe this was a side text about them maybe going under. But then you look at their off season; it was pretty damn good and. You know, the end of the schedule is really tough, but the beginning of it, like Bengals could start like eight and three or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of the potential regression uh, that people have talked about is already priced in the market. I mean, their win total was sitting at nine and a half for a while. And, to, you know, a team that to just reach the Super Bowl with a star quarterback to only have a nine and a half win total, it tells you that a lot of those kind of, um, you know, luck factors and things that, that people think will regress the next year. It's already factored in. So mm -hmm. I didn't touch that one. I think it's, it's properly priced. Yeah. They did improve the offensive line, which is obviously a huge issue. I'm still not, you know, everyone's just wants to pencil those guys in and, and call that a, you know, a good offensive line. It's like, historically, yeah. when you spend money in free agency, it doesn't always pan out, right? Like it, you never know. And there's always, um, you know, continuity issues with the O-line that might take a while. And none of these guys are superstars. You know, you're not signing Trent Williams here, um, you know, solid players, but, but, you know, there's still some gaps there, but it will be improved. Um, they were a team that did not suffer much injury, um, you know, luck last year or bad luck. And they had no COVID games lost. Think about all these teams that had, you know, COVID issues, the Browns <laughs> game yeah. against the Raiders. Like there, there was a ton of teams that had COVID issues. They had none last year. Um, I don't know how they survived that, but, you know, so, so they got lucky from that perspective. They had the third easiest schedule in the NFL last year. This year's supposed to be uh, top 10 toughest. Um, the it's interesting. Joe Burrow faced um, the, the single, um, you know, over top five easiest pass defensive schedule in the NFL last year. This year he's, he's, uh, expected to face the single toughest if you looked at last year's DVOA pass defense the ranking so you know that could be a little bit of a um of an adjustment period so you know there are some things that should or could regress I mean opponents only made 74 percent of field goals against them second lowest in the NFL <laughs> that's that's really a luck stat you know and, there's no such had, thing as uh McPherson, field goal right what's that they had McPherson who was I believe the right. best kicker in the league yeah. 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 You look so yeah. So they were really good at making field goals and their opponents couldn't make any against them. Yeah. So, you know, those little things all add up. So I think that's price in the market. So I wouldn't touch them here. I think, you know, kind of nine and a half, 10 is, is the right number, especially with, with Watson, with the Browns being out 11 games, you know, that can help their win total. So that's not something I would touch to be honest. One of the alt win totals I looked at uh, is the new Orleans saints. Simply you, you kind of hit on the bucks a little bit, but Obviously, that division could be for the taking if Tampa's O-line doesn't um, pipe up. And I just think, like, T.A., their top three receivers this year were not even on, uh, on the roster playing last year. They're just—and as long as Kamara's not suspended, 
I feel like the, you know, defense is pre- going to be pretty good. I, I don't think Den- Dennis Allen's a huge drop-off. Um, I, I don't know. I Over 10.5 was what I was looking at for the Saints, plus 280. Is that crazy? No, not at all. I actually, um, I put out this preview, as you mentioned, um, in late June. I actually had them as one of my sleeper teams to come out of the NFC. I know they've gained, again, similar to the Giants, they've gained a lot of steam from the Sharps, so that number has moved up from a uh, win total. I, I still think there's a lot of value there. Uh, I like Jameis Winston. He was kind of under the radar last year. He was sneaking good. Like him. Yeah. He was top he was 10 good, in he was, he was top 10 in EPA. Like he, he didn't make mistakes when he only had to throw three interceptions. He did a really good job. Now the question is, can Dennis Allen get the same Jameis that Sean Payton uh, got mm. from him? Cause obviously he was a big influence, but I think he's, he, he's a, you know, he proved he he's a good quarterback um, when he has the opportunity, he's not forced to push it down the field as much as Bruce Arians wanted, wanted him to in, in Tampa. But yeah, as you mentioned, those three receivers, Michael Thomas looks healthy now. Chris Olave, I know well from Ohio State, he, he's a real professional receiver already. Jarvis Landry, you know where you're getting there. He's a really good run blocker too. Um, and defense, they added the Honey Badger. They didn't really lose anybody. Now we'll say defense, you can ask any of the you know the PFF guys and, and Aaron Schatz and those guys. Like defense is not necessarily sticky from year to year. Um, it's not as predictive as as offenses are from year to year, but still they've got a ton of talent. Um, and again, Dennis Allen being the coach uh, brings a defensive mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that um, you know they're obviously going to uh, lose Taron Armstead at left tackle. Um, they they drafted that um, Penning um, from He's Northern Iowa. <laughs> yeah, so so that could be an issue. But I think in general, that's a good team. That's a team as compared to San Francisco, as we talked about earlier. I actually like from just a pure win total perspective. I think the the Saints have a better shot, have a higher uh, probability of clearing their win total than the Niners do. But I think I don't think the Saints have any shot to win the Super Bowl <laughs> as currently constructed. Right, but right. I think if Trey Lance hits, his upside is high enough where they can win the Super Bowl. So that's where the variance comes into play. So I think the Saints, just to make the, the playoffs or to, to clear their win total, it's probably a better bet than San Francisco. But to win the Super Bowl, I'd rather have a, a San Francisco ticket, even at a lower odds, um, than I would the Saints, for example. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Sounds like the sharp, and I put sharp in air quotes because everybody just, you know, there's a million gambling shows. Everybody just says sharp. But what what does the word sharp mean to you, T.A.? Just big respected money, uh, longtime professional gamblers? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I think the easy answer would be like, how often are you beating the closing line? Uh, you hear about closing line value all the time. I mean, if you are placing your wagers um, at a number that is better than what the, the the actual closing line ends up being, you should be considered a sharp better because you are clearly beating you know the most efficient market in the NFL from that perspective. So I think that's an easy way to um, to define that. Um, and if you do that more than 50% of the time, you're doing, you're doing well. Um, so it's hard. I mean, there's plenty of money, especially nowadays, there's so much crypto money out there and these groups that are overseas, these, these betting syndicates that, you know, some are very math and model related. Some don't really know what they're doing. They just have a lot of money. Um, I wouldn't say just because they're betting a lot of money that they actually know what they're doing Mm -hmm. and they're sharp. Um, but some are really, really sharp. So it, it all depends. Um, but I just think, if you're kind of out there and you're looking and for following people on Twitter or looking at, you know, anyone's picks, if they're consistently beating the closing line, that's a really good indicator that they're, they're pretty sharp. So it sounds like the sharp teams on for, from a season win total over are giants, saints and Vikings. Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I think that's, that's absolutely right. Um, uh, I think that maybe the Eagles, I think a lot of guys picked the Eagles off earlier in the off season. Um, that was, they one seem kind that, of public though. Well, now they are now it's gotten to the now point, okay. you know, kind of the average Joe says, Oh, the, the Eagles are a, uh, are a sleeper candidate. But, yeah, come on. um, I mean, I think a lot of the sharp guys, if they're not taking it now, for example, they took their win total, mm-hmm. you know, back in, in the springtime. Yeah. And those, uh, those other those three are, missed. The yeah. Playoffs. Those other three, yeah. maybe the lions, the lions are definitely a sharp side from, you know, maybe two months ago. Uh, yeah. they were, you know, I, I, you know, put them as a seven win team. I don't necessarily love their upside um, because of there's some limitations there with golf and they're going to be playing a couple outdoor, cold outdoor games late in the year that could really affect them. Um, but I think good offensive line, obviously some young talent, they're going to play hard for Dan Campbell. That, that stuff mm-hmm. helps. Um, but that's another one I think in the NFC that got some sharp action early on. And any, any player props, I, I don't dabble in too many season long props, um, but I know you love to throw some uh, lo- big time uh, Hail Mary passes. Um, any any this season? Yeah, I actually got a couple that are kind of for fun. One, I, I took Max Crosby, Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and mm. really, this came, came down to 
I got him at 28 to one. I, you could shop around. I, I think that's still out there. Um, I just thought it was funny. The guy is a heart. We know that the guy um, has got a great motor. Um, if you look at, I like to look at pressure rate, which is way more sticky, um, way more predictive from year to year than sack rate. You know, sacks could be fickle. It, it depends on how fast the quarterback gets the ball out of his hands. If he wiggles out of a sack, if, you know, all those different sort of things, but pressures are more predictive and, and more, I guess, descriptive of a, of a pass rusher who's get, you know, getting to the quarterback. Right. And so he led the NFL by a mile uh, last season in uh, pressures, but he only converted, I think what, eight sacks or so. Mm. I think that if you, uh, if you look kind of the, the ratio of sacks to pressures historically, um, if you, if you have above average pressure rate, but a below average sack to pressure conversion, they typically regresses the next year, and you see some of those those outliers um, pop up. Harold Landry, for example, was one with the Titans last year that really popped because of that. So he's he's a guy that I know is going to bring it every night, every day, um, or every game. He's he's going to be consistent. I, he's going to get to the pass rusher. A lot of the teams they face, like the, the Chargers and obviously the Chiefs and the Broncos, are going to throw a lot. So there's going to be a lot of drop back opportunities. So I think that from a defensive player of the year and, and also, you know, to win the sack title is interesting. And the last one I like um, that actually just took yesterday that I think um, is still pretty good. DK Metcalf to lead the NFL in touchdown receptions. I got it at 40 to one. Again, you could probably find it anywhere from 30 to one or up, uh, which I still think is a good number. That, he was that's 40- better if Lockett wins the job, though, right? Uh, I actually disagree. I'll tell you why. Huh. So um, I actually think Geno Smith is underrated. He actually had a oh, solid season. I, okay. If you go uh, look at him. Former past- Jet. That's the only reason I moan because I remember yeah, him with the Jets. He was awful with the Jets, but he, look, he sat for a couple of years. He learned. He was pretty solid last year. When you look at some of the PFF grades, um, he had some big time throws. If you look at the preseason, and I know it's only preseason, but he's number one in the, in the NFL in – uh, PFF grade so far, like he he's you know he's not consistent again, but he makes some big throws, big time so, throws. Is he going to um, be the starter, or is it, it Pete Carroll decided yet or no? Well, so uh, he did start the last game. Drew Lock had COVID. COVID. Yeah. Uh, he's going to start this week, I, I think, and he's played well enough. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. Hmm. Um, and then going back to, to to Metcalf, so Metcalf was fourth in the NFL last year with twelve touchdowns. He was four behind Cooper Cup, who led the NFL. Um, but when you look at you know, he played three and a half games with Geno Smith. Geno targeted him five times out of 12 attempts inside the opponent 25 yard line. That's a 41.6% rate. If you compare that to what Russell Wilson targeted DK on 61 attempts last year inside the 25, he targeted DK 32% of the time. So, you know, much higher number. He caught three TDs inside the 25. He caught five of his 12 touchdowns on the season from Geno Smith in just three and a half games. So, you know, again, small sample, but he clearly is, tar- is clearly focusing on um, DK Metcalf when he gets in the, in the money area. And that's what you want from a guy to lead the NFL in, in, recep- in TD receptions. And, you know, the Seattle's going to be trailing a lot. They're going to be throwing a lot. And we know DK can can break the long ones, and he's big enough, obviously, to be a big target uh, in the red zone. I think that's that's a good combination to have when you're looking at a, a long shot like this uh, in terms of TD reception. So I think it's just a, it's a nice it's a nice value. I think at that point. Yeah, I for some reason had thought Locke, who could you know he has a massive arm and had a couple uh, moments in his college and NFL career with the bombs, and and Metcalf can outrun almost anybody in the league. I I thought that would be the play, but G- it's Geno in the red zone, huh? Yeah, so you know in the red zone, again, if you're Seattle and maybe halfway through the year they make the switch if they're struggling, um, if you're Seattle, you probably would rather take a look at Drew Locke for your future. I mean, he's probably not a real NFL quarterback, at least from what you've seen, <laughs> but I guess at his age and his arm strength, you take a shot. Um, but Geno Smith gives them the best chance to win. And, and look, Pete Carroll's, what, 70 years old? He, I, I can't imagine he's tanking right now. Um, so... I think for now, um, I would go with Geno Smith and kind of see how that goes. Um, I don't think they're. I don't think Seattle is as bad as everyone says. They're not good, but I don't think they're. They're not Chicago Bear bad, um, and they've got enough weapons on the outside. And um, you know, Rashad Penny had a monster end of the season last year. He's going to probably get the start with kind of Walker out. Uh, I, I think they can stay in some games, and so maybe you know, Geno wins the job for for the full season, but. You know they're likely going to improve that quarterback situation next off season, uh, but for now, I would go with Geno Smith personally, just because I think he gives them the best chance to win. 
All right, TA. Uh, so tell us about the site. You know, it's um, it's been up for about a year now, right? Yeah, it's for the NFL. The last year was my first season. This is going to be uh, year number two. Um, you know, it's at cleveanalytics.com. You can go to my Twitter account and, and see that uh, see the link there. But yeah, we you know for the NFL season, I have a I have a, a sign up currently going um, a little early bird special for August. Um, the price goes up uh, starting September first, but. Yeah, you'll get every single game uh, for the season written up, full details, full analysis. Uh, you'll get injury reports in, in detail. You'll get um, some DFS content. And, you know, I, I pick every game against a spread just for those that are in these ATS pick them contests. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I hit 56% last year. So I, mm-hmm. a lot of guys, there. I know some guys that don't bet from game to game that all they do is they, they enter big money uh, pick them pools and either the you know, kind of the uh, super contest circa style, pick your fav- you know, five favorite against the spread or just pick all the games against the spread. And they literally just use my use my analysis to, to um, make those picks. And, you know, they've won some good money doing that. So if that's what you're looking for, like I've got that on the site as well. So kind of a little bit of uh, everything, I think, for anybody. And, you know, I hired a real smart data analyst who is doing this part time for me, but he's you know, uh, coding and he's scraping and he's getting a lot of the advanced statistics and putting up some really, really nice um, visualizations that you see in my uh, NFL preview uh, that I also have on my um, my website that you can take a look at. And so um, he's making the site a lot smarter and he's giving, uh, there's a lot more tools on the site, you know, in terms of stats, et cetera, that you can play around with as well. So a lot of cool stuff going on, I think. And it's not just picks, it's, it's all that other uh, analysis and, yeah. and data. And will you be doing the Circa or Super Contest or both? I'm actually headed on Friday to Vegas for a, a short uh, 36-hour trip to sign up for the Circa Contest. Okay. Um, I'm debating, you know, I have never done the Super Contest Gold, which is the $5,000 entry. Um, winner wow. Table. Um, I've, you know, because it, it's funny, I've always done the, I've done the Super Contest for a number yeah. of years. And last year was um, the first year I did the Circa Millions. It's a little bit cheaper entry and it's, it's a lot more entrance. So um, I did that instead, but the, uh, the gold is one that I've never done before. And I've, you know, I've gotten some really nice finishes in the super contest, mm-hmm. uh, but there's so many more entrants that, you know, you don't always cash. And there are times where I'd be leading the super contest gold if I was in that. And so I keep kicking myself for not entering. So I may enter that one. I'm not sure. How many, how, what's the difference in entrance? I know it's like 4,000 for super contest, right? Uh, well, or the circa, I, I know, sorry. Yeah, the circa is like four thousand. I don't know. The super contest gold isn't. I, I don't want to be misquoted here, but I think it's under a thousand, a thousand people. Yeah, not, the odds are definitely better because you, you'll see guys in the circa hit like seventy four percent, and you're like that. That's just uh, it's unsustainable. This is the greatest season of the guy's life. It's like it's like if it, would you rather play in the World Series of Poker main event with thousands of entrants, or would you rather play a you know two table. <laughs> you know, big entry tournament where your your you know odds are much higher. Yeah, um, you got to be a lot less people, um, but you're only you know you're only, you're, there's only one winner. So definitely, um, I don't know. I, I'm still debating. We'll see. I'll let people know on Twitter what I end up doing. But at minimum, I'm I'm entering the Circa Millions again. All right, TA. Thanks for the time. I kept you too long. Uh, check out his site. It's great. And good luck again this season, TA. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. 
I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.